What's up, 88 on the Bridge listeners? It's Sam Warndorf, joined with Tommy Becker, Nathan Holland. Today, we'll be talking about our midwinter break activities, but first, we want to do a special shout-out to everyone that's shouting us out on through email yeah. and everything like that. Yeah, we're just very appreciative of you guys for supporting us and knowing that people actually are listening to our show. Thank you very much. Well, I think the big elephant in the room was, how is everybody's winter break? Abnormally from Mercer Island, I worked uh, on a cow ranch during my break, which was quite fun. Had a uh, really eventful. It was like, it was around zero degrees with a 30 mile an hour wind, hailing, snowing sideways while I worked outside. Yeah, same with me. Uh, well, I went to Whistler to ski, but it was it was in the negatives the entire time. It was it was really cold, but it was such a great ski trip. I went to L.A., and it was a solid 60 degrees there. People had five jackets on, and I was just walking around in a T-shirt because it was— people in L.A. do not know cold. Cold is like where Sam was at. That is actual cold. Cold is not 50, 60 degrees put on five jackets. You were, you were touring colleges, right, in L.A.? yeah. What college do you talk? UCLA, USC, all those ones. A lot, a lot of the college, like state college schools, and LA, like schools are just beautiful, just because of all the sun they get, though. Yeah. Which one was your favorite? Because you listed a couple. Um, probably Chapman University. Like, it's a it's a smaller school, but they have a very they're very good, um, like economics wise. Like, if I want to get an economics degree, so I I like that one a lot. You want to get an economics degree? Yes. It, I have many different areas of expertise. I thought you wanted to get like a medical degree. I don't know why. I feel like, no. I feel like you come yeah, off I as a medical guy. I, my hand does. shakes too much. If I start doing surgery, I'm cutting something that should not be cut. I mean, you don't have to do surgery if you're in medical. You could you be like, like a pediatrician or like look, or a therapist. A like family doctor. Anyways, um, <laughs> that's, <laughs> this guy's laughing over here. Uh, I mean... Tommy, how's how are the slopes? Pretty good. Powder. Uh, the first day was definitely the best day. It was like there was fresh powder, and I just I skied for like eight hours, and yeah, it was just a good time. But then the second day was it wasn't as good, cause it was it was so foggy you couldn't you couldn't see two feet in front of you on every single run. So, but it it was still a good time. Slam into a tree or something. Yeah, and then the last day was definitely the best. I, I I like I had the most most fun. I, I didn't really care about hurting myself because it was the last day of skiing. So <laughs> un, until March when I go back up there. But, but yeah, I was. When when does Whistler, Whistler stop like, stop skiing and like stuff? Uh, I believe probably around April. I'm going uh really? late March. So I mean, yeah. I've never gone downhill skiing, so I don't know anything. I just know like some people like powder and some people don't. And you got like the groomed slopes and stuff, and you know, I think if I skied the first time, I'd take out a few kids, just like <laughs> run them over. But you know, that wouldn't be the goal, but I would definitely do it or run to a tree. <laughs> so I'm not the most coordinated guy. I mean, one of my I'm currently doing a class group project, and my whole group went up to Whistler, mm-hmm. and just stayed at a cabin up there, and it it looked just beautiful, like all the snow, cause. We we got some snow like yesterday, but none of it stuck to the actual ground. Here, like on yeah. Mercer, I heard there was around two inches that stuck. <laughs> to the ground. I was so happy when I was like two a.m. and I was still up. I shouldn't have been, and it was just there was so much snowfall. But I woke up and oh, really? just to all of it melted. Did it like that is super beautiful if there's already snow on the ground, but you know when it's just like dying or like melting away when it hits the ground, it's just it's kind of depressing. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was like, I was I was rooting for a snow day. That'd have been that'd been so nice. To play. Uh, dude, well, it's, it's supposed to snow tonight again. So it is, yeah. Like yeah, Monday night, nice snowfall. Maybe Tuesday, get a two-hour delay, and it's supposed to snow again on Tuesday night. Get another two-hour delay. <laughs> have a really nice simple week. Yeah. Those two-hour delays, though, like, cause we don't have to make up those days, so it's just like. We get to sleep in. It's like a Wednesday every day, though. Yeah, but I, to be honest, I don't really sleep in that much on those day, days because I wake up no, I, and I'm like, I cannot go to sleep because I have to be. It's only two hours. Yeah, no, I, I always, I like even on the weekends, I'll wake up at like eight. Mm-hmm. I never, I never wake up past nine, no matter what I go when I go to bed. I, yeah, I was waking up pretty much at like six a.m. Uh, because here, because yeah. where my ranch that I was working at, I. Uh, it's in Mountain Standard Time, so it's I have to wake up at seven, but mm-hmm. six here every day, and be I'd be out in the cold by seven this time, so eight Mountain Standard Time. It was painful. I was like, I had my job required me not to have gloves on when oh. it was like hailing golf ball size <laughs> pieces at me. It it was painful, but got it done. I mean, one time I was like whiteout conditions, I couldn't see twenty feet in front of me, so I said. I'm done with this stuff, and I just left and went back home. You still got all ten fingers. You're good. Yeah, you know, like no frost. Didn't chop off any. Chopped a lot of wood, which is fun too. Big chopper of the wood. So, oh, I also learned how to feed cows, and I saw many baby cows. I I was also uh, feeding a bottle calf, which he was very cute, but a pain in the butt. Very painful to deal with. He's like always hyper, and I was like jumping around, and then headbutts me like a lot. You good? Yeah. Do you have to, like, train every single cow there? Huh? Like, do you have to, like, train the cows to, like... What do you mean train? Just to, like, make sure they don't, like, just go wild and just, like... They have fences, I dog. I mean, I know there's fences, but, like... What, what if, like, there's, like, a cow that just, like... Just, like... Just does what if not, there's a wild not, cow? Does not like the others. Just, like, doesn't like them and just... It's just aggressive. Then it goes down the road. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess so. Damn. Um, anyways. Yeah, I mean... We, I fed the cows a few times. We have a, we have a big mixer that we mix silage and hay together, and they love that. And they like they start headbutting the mixer because they want the food. And so I mean they're like pretty obedient to that. And there were so many like calves that thought the tractor was their mom, <laughs> and they would follow more. Like I was driving the tractor and they were just following, following me around. I'm like, you know. The cows, I'm not going to say they're dumb, but they're not the most intelligent beings in the world. Yeah. But they're darn cute. So, and fun to be around. Yeah. Until they aren't. I've actually been hurting a cow and they flipped my horse onto me. That hurt. Wait, they flipped? So, like, say that again? All right. So, a cow was like right next to me. And I'm on the horse. I'm on my horse. And then the horse, like, the cow used his head and did like. I don't know how to describe it, but like a flung his head up under my horse and he lifted my horse up and and tipped my horse over on me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did not feel good on the leg because, you know, I'm like, I'm in the stirrup. So like, yeah. Be a strong cow. Lift up a horse with its neck. And then there was a, there's some, there's one bull that has gone after a bunch of the ranch hands. That did not go well for that bull. Oh no! <laughs> well, I mean, he started I mean, attacking. It what sense. is this for, <laughs> dude? This is no, dude. If a, a bull is attacking you, what are you gonna do? Run? Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna run. What are you gonna try to fight it? 
it's like a sixteen hundred pound animal rushing you, Nathan. How how are you gonna like are you gonna pull out your red flag and start like taunting it? <laughs> no, I'm dead. I'm I'm dead either way. If that comes after me, I'm gonna recognize it way too late. Nathan would fly back to California, Chapman. For yes. his economics school. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna jump off this talk because I'm I'm still heated about it. Kansas so Tommy over here is a Kansas Kansas fan. And I'm a big TCU fan. And, you know, right before this podcast started, he starts talking about how TCU got slaughtered by Kansas. But I want to point out, we beat you at home. We beat you at home. And you might have beat us okay, at our home, but we still beat you at home. And supposedly, Kansas City's a better basketball school. It's not true. You are mid-range at most. I That's bet you play Gonzaga, and Gonzaga would whip your butt. I don't know about that one. I think it's true. All right, this is the end of our podcast. This is The Clubhouse with Tommy Becker, Nathan Holland, and me, which is Sam Orndorff. Thank you all for listening. Back to the music.